Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Yes, honey, as you can hear from that commercial we just played, it is time. It's that time of year. I have pulled out my maternity clothes so that I can put them on even though I'm not pregnant so that I can eat and my pants not get too tight. My dresses don't uh, hug me the way that I would normally love for my dresses to hug me because I'm going to Minnesota State Fair and I'm going to eat everything on the stick. I'm going to eat everything that's fried and covered in whatever it's supposed to be covered in. If there's pickles on the pizza, I ain't picking them off. I'm going to eat them because it is fair time, baby. It is gold time. It is coming up. It is less than a week away. I hope that you all have prepared your bodies by going to the small affairs, the, the you know, the, the Pierce County Fair, the Strawberry Festival, Woodbury Days. You go to the small affairs and you eat and walk and endure. You know, you have to build your stamina up. You can't just go to the Minnesota State Fair if you haven't been in a whole year and think you're going to eat a bucket of Sweet Martha's Cookies, a pickle pizza, a turkey leg, and everything else that they've got fried there and, and a basket of cheese curds, and you're going to be okay. It's, it's not going to work out well. You got to build up. That's, that's what your local fairs are for. That's what your, what your county fairs are for. Your county fairs are for the buildup. But as excited as I am about the food and the fun and broadcasting the Shaletta Show live from the front porch of the WCCO radio booth, I am over the moon about the sensory-friendly day at the Minnesota State Fair. Yes, we got one for our special needs kids. And Christine Noonan is here to tell us all about it. Thank you so much, girl, for being on the show. But thank you so much for the sensory friendly day on the 28th. Ah, you're welcome, Shaletta. I love your energy. It's, it's helping uh, put a spring in my step today. I'm a little uh, tired because we're prepping so much over here. So. Thank you for your interest and for your energy. Well, girl, I tell you, I I can't tell you enough how much I appreciate the prep. We have lived in five states, you know, being TV and radio um, and newspaper columnist, all around broadcaster. You know, you move around, you start out in a small market and you move up to a mid-sized market and you move up to a larger market and you get to the largest market. And so I've moved around. I've lived in five states. I've been in Texas and Louisiana, Ohio and everywhere in between and New York and Minnesota by far has the best and most organized state fair. So when you tell me you tired of prepping, I can tell you that I believe you because y'all have it. It is on lock. It is a well-oiled machine 
um, the, the, the I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. So what does State Fair Prep look like? Well, today it's really exciting on the grounds. Uh, we've got rides moving in, uh, shopping vendors are moving in, food vendors are prepping. We've got people dropping off their baked goods for competition. Uh, the 4-H kids will start arriving pretty soon. Staff is all prepping, making sure the gardens look great and the grass is watered and trash cans are getting put out. So we are super excited. So we had a gathering this morning of all of our seasonal staff few hundred of us um, had a little breakfast and enjoyed some rah-rah time to get us all energized for the week. So we are ready to go. Can't wait for the gates to open on, th- on Thursday at 7 a.m. Girl, and you know who going to be there at 6.30? Me. Me and them kids. Girl, because I, I was, girl, the kids have already got a plan. They were like, we're going to wake up at 5. Oh, good. And we're going to eat a little something so we don't get too hungry. Because we want to ride first. And girl, they have like that uh-huh. little, do, do you find that people come to the fair with a strategy? Because my kids have a strategy about how they're going uh-huh. to attack the fair on the first day. You know what? I find that there are two types of uh, fair goers. There are those who are the strategy and the planners. And then there are those who just come and just wander around and go wherever that kind of they're moved to go and eat and listen to music and kind of just enjoy the day in a more random way. So mm-mm, mm-mm. we, we, we don't enjoy the day in a random way. We are very we are very serious about our fair. Uh, Christine, we are very is it, it, my daughter has a clipboard and a whistle and a schedule and a pencil to cross the girl. We are crossing stuff out. They're like, what's next, girl? And they're like, okay, we are supposed to be gone from here 15 minutes ago. What do we do? Girl, it is it is so for real. It's almost stressful. Like, we were yeah. in the traffic uh, uh, last year. We didn't leave early like we normally do. And so we were sitting in the traffic coming down uh, Snelling Avenue, and we, we were trying to get to the gate. And, girl, those kids about lost their mind. They asked me if they could just start walking. I was like, no, you cannot. First of all, you're 8, 9, and 10. So, no, you can't just walk down a busy four-lane uh, street highway. No, ma'am. No, sir. You cannot. But it is it's for real. We, we might have to just do a day where we don't strategize and see what it feels like. I want to know what the other half lives. You say it's two types. It's our, our, our type, and then it's the other half. So we're going to take a day, one day this year, to just walk around the fair. See, see what the other Wander around. Yeah, just, you know. Well, I will say that the, the strategy way is, to, is the way to make sure you get everything in that you want to do. So mm-hmm. um, I definitely, I'm a kind of a list maker myself and a scheduler and a planner. So I definitely can uh, empathize with you and your kids. Now, one thing that you have planned is this sensory day. My autism moms and I have been talking about it this morning on Facebook. I was so excited. I wrote a story for WCCO Radio online that is there for parents to read. Uh, It is coming up on August 28th. We're going to tell you all about that when we come back. Talk to me, Christine Noonan, about what's going on at the fair for kids and adults who are challenged by sensory issues. Well, Shaletta, we are so, so, so pleased this year to be able to offer a sensory-friendly morning at our Mighty Midway in Kidway, and that'll take place on Monday, August 28th, so from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. at Kidway, which is the kind of riding game area for younger children, as well as our Mighty Midway. Uh, That'll be from 10 a.m. to noon, again on Monday, August 28th. Uh, All of the rides and the games will have all of the sound turned off or down. 
uh, the lights will be turned off, and uh, all the uh, non-emergency announcements that usually happen on the on the Mighty Midway or Kidway will be silenced. So people who you know find kind of the usual all the racket, the loud noises, the uh, sounds, the smells, all of that kind of stuff that some of us really love about the fair, you know, that can be really challenging for some people. So on that morning, people who have sensory sensitivities or find kind of that environment challenging will be able to hopefully enjoy the rides and games of both the Kidway and Mighty Midway uh, with all of that toned down a little bit. So hopefully the environment will be a little bit calmer and uh, less kind of sensory overload. And so people who have uh, sensory challenges will be able to come and enjoy a morning, um, hopefully that they haven't been able to in the past. So we're really excited to be able to offer that this year. I am so excited, but what took us so long? I have to ask because that's what my moms are asking. We're all like, woohoo, woohoo. But why didn't they already have this? Yeah, you know, it is one of those things that we've been uh, thinking about for a while. I think kind of COVID and the stress of not having any operating revenue for 18 months and all that kind of put us a little bit behind schedule on some of the things that we wanted to try sooner. Um, but we're, we're happy to be able to do that this year. All of our ride and game operators are wholly on board and really supportive of this effort. Um, so we're excited to be able to bring it to the Minnesota State Fair this year. And more than just that, um, I hope that it's not lost on you what this does about raising awareness um, and you're setting a standard. Everybody's looking at the Minnesota State Fair. So maybe we'll get this at the Washington County Fair and the Pierce County Fair and, you know, Cottage Grove Strawberry Festival or so many of the other festivals that take their cues because whatever y'all are doing, they're doing it too. Well, and we appreciate, you know, being one of the premier events here in Minnesota. So we do take uh, that role very seriously, and we're happy to be able to work with our ride and game operators and our partners to, again, be able to try and be more inclusive. Um, we are known as the Great Minnesota Get Together, so it's really important to us that we that everyone feels welcome and you know and is able to enjoy a full day at the fair. So. Um, again, you know, we, we appreciate being kind of in the spotlight, like you said, um, and hopefully, you know, doing shows like yours and being able to reach some of your autistic uh, followers and, you know, other people in the community, again, who have children or maybe even themselves have sensory sensitivities, we're happy to be able to kind of, like you said, raise awareness and um, make this a really positive thing. So we're really excited about it. I am excited about it, too. Now, you got to give everybody, folks may just be getting in the car. They may just be tuning in. They may just be finding out about Sensory Friendly Day at the State Fair this year, the first time ever. Um, we in the autism community, all of my autism moms and dads are so excited about it. We've been chatting about it all morning on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. We own threads, but nobody really responding on threads. But wherever we are, everybody is talking about about it. We are so, so, so grateful to you and your team for doing this. But I want to make sure everybody has the right day. I don't want nobody showing up on the wrong day at the wrong time, and I don't want anybody to miss it. So give us that information again before you go. Sure. It's a sensory-friendly morning at Mighty Midway in Kidway on Monday, August 28th. At Kidway, it'll be 9 to 11 a.m., and at Mighty Midway, it will be from 10 a.m. to noon. Well, I cannot thank you enough there's not an additional ticket that's needed. It's a regular fare ticket, right? 
Correct. And I will add that that day, it's our early bird special day, so all of the rides and gains will be discounted until 1 p.m. So it's a perfect opportunity. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, I might bring the neighbor's kids then. I didn't know. I didn't know there was a discount uh, that morning. So, yeah, because we always we always come early, but um, but we eat. You know, we spend a lot of time sure. eating. So by the time we get over to the rides, we miss the discount. So so we're going to have to flip that this year and get over there yeah. on the 28th for that. Christine Noonan, thank you so much for being here. I surely do appreciate the work that you are doing, the prep that you are doing to make sure that, um, all families feel included in, in all kids and adults, uh, even those with uh, challenges developmentally, uh, feel loved and appreciated and get to just have a good old time at the great Minnesota get-together. Well, thank you, Shaletta, and I appreciate your helping us uh, spread the word about this, too. That's important. All right, girl. We'll talk soon. I'll see you at the fair. I'll probably have some cotton candy or, or sweet corn in my hand, but I'll, I'll wave my corn at you or my, my, my bacon on the stick. i just wave it at you because I'll be eating. I won't be talking. Sounds good. I'll have some in my hands to wave back at you. All right. You all stick around. We've got more to come. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I don't know how these people are going to recover. Whether this man is telling the truth about them or whether he is lying, this looks bad. Now, most everybody in America saw that blindside movie with Sandra Bullock about the family who took in the football player. They loved him like he was their own son. She won, Sandra Bullock won an Oscar. There was a book. The mom and dad were on the speaking circuit. They were making six figures to just go talk and say hi and bye at college campuses and theaters and, and big big performance centers around the country. Um, and, and the player went on to, to have a, a career in the NFL. And we thought that that was it. The, the, the pen had been put at the end of the story that this was done. But it was not. This man got married recently. 
and his wife is over there like Cuba Gooden Jr., like, show me the money. There's millions of dollars missing, and why are we going to your adoptive parents to get an allowance to take care of our family? We are capable, grown adults. We are a married couple. What is going on? Oh, wait a minute. They're not your adoptive parents. You're in a conservatorship. Wait a minute. Is your name Britney Spears? Because I don't really know what's going on. So now there's a lawsuit. People are calling for Sandra Bullock's Oscar to be given back. It's just gotten absolutely messy. The author of the book is in it. The parents are in it. The football player's in it. Sandra Bullock is in it. I got to get in it with my girl, Christy Peel from Media Minefield. She's a PR marketing expert. She's got this amazing company, and all they do is handle problems uh, for people. When they have big problems in the public eye, they try to go in. Girl, you like the Kerry Washington of the Twin Cities. I'll handle it. It's handled. It's handled. It is handled. Okay, Media Minefield is hand- Media Minefield needs to handle this, girl, because it's a whole hot mess. Well, it's always good to talk to you, Shaletta. It's This one is a tough one because how can you handle it? The court of public opinion ultimately matters, and whether or not money exchanges hands in court or there's some kind of settlement everybody's reputation is damaged here. Everybody's reputation is damaged. So it's not good. But but where do you even start? Because this is an onion. This thing has layers. If you, if the parents came to you and said, Christy, we heard about media minefield. You guys are good at handling really tough situations um, that have gotten messy in the public eye. We got some layers to peel back on this onion. How, How do we do that? If they called me, I would say, you got to tell me everything. Like, oh, I, was oh, it oh, an you, wait a minute. Wait, a... see. No, you want people to tell the truth? People don't tell the truth anymore, Christy Peel. You <laughs> are the last person telling the truth, okay? They want you to spin the lie. We need you to spin the lie, Christy Peel. You want the truth. Oh, my goodness, girl. I'm not. I don't spin lies, honey. I don't do that. You tell me the truth, and we'll get to, like, the best public version so that we don't cause more damage and more pain for families, but I'm not spinning lies. Now there are people out there you can pay to do that. I won't do it. Yeah, I know. I know, I know that. I know that for a fact. Um, and and this is the thing, though. I just don't even know how they begin to rehab their image, how they begin to come to terms with what happened. Do they make a statement? Do they put out a statement? Do they have a, a PR person uh, come out and, and take questions like, you know, we're in the White House press room? I mean, this thing is big. It, it That should have happened. That's what's so sad watching it all is that it's whenever a family situation becomes public, and then other people involved are making comments and their friends are getting interviewed. They've lost control of the narrative. The parents have lost control. The football player has lost control. Everybody has lost control. So now it's going to be up to the public and other people are going to make money from this. Like where there's going to be a Dateline special. Netflix is probably making a show, right? I mean, this thing, we haven't heard the end of it. And the Blindside movie, probably people are buying it because there's a whole generation of folks who never watched it and are like, oh, really? She won an Oscar. What's this about? So this is past the point. Now, for me, the way I would define this, now it's reputation management, and it's a full-on crisis because damage has been done. Okay. When something like this happens, do you jump on it right away? You know, sometimes people say, well, if I don't say anything, it'll just go away. But is that the wrong approach to take when you have a situation like this? 
Yes, because no comment is a comment. And when people don't find information, they assume that someone is guilty. So we asked so-and-so for a comment. They said nothing. We, we all assume that they're hiding something. So the time for this to be handled would have been the attorneys. There were attorneys involved when these papers were being filed. That's when someone should have gotten a PR person in and there should have been a plan and there should have been a strategy and it should have been handled before it was filed and the social media, TikTok, everybody, the, mm-hmm. everybody's talking mm-hmm. about it and making now the one thing I will say, like that I think is really positive about this, Shaletta, and you and I might want to disagree about this. Okay. I do appreciate that this is bringing uh, racial conversations back to the forefront. Mm-hmm. It's bringing, bringing up, you know, white savior, that, that whole concept that we hadn't really as a country been talking about. We're talking about that again. And you and I, I think, agree that when people are having hard conversations with their people that they have friendships, relationships with who are different than them, that's a positive. So I'm, to me, what has come out of this is that I think we're having conversations that maybe we you know, forgot to have in the last 12, 18, 24 months. Okay, can I just tell you that I've never seen the movie? And the reason that I didn't go to see the movie was because I'm so sick of the White Savior movie. I'm sick of, you know, uh, different strokes, you know, and I never knew as a kid why my parents hated different strokes. They would not watch it. And we could not wait as kids to watch it. And, and I remember once I became an adult, I was like, okay, now I see. Because you're telling me that there was nobody in these kids' family who was black who could have taken care of them, an uncle, an aunt, a church member, a cousin, a niece, a nephew, a, a neighbor down the street. They got to go all the way uptown to the rich white guy's house so he can save these little black kids. Once I got to be an adult, I saw it. And, and that's the same way I felt about the blind side. I was like, okay, here's another white savior movie. And, it, you know, and it happens so often in movies about um, black people, whether historical or not. Um, that there's got to be a white savior. I remember Dave Chappelle uh, was talking about a TV pilot that he um, had, and they were like, well, you got to have a a white guy in it, and he's got to do something, you know, heroic. And he was like, but that's not how I wrote it. You know, like, well, you know, it's it's just got to be that way. You know, Eddie Murphy talked about how they, you know, forced him to put Louis Anderson um, in Coming to America. Um, You know, and and so, you know, you you have these movies, you have these stories, um, you know, even going back to... um, the Katherine Johnson movie, Hidden Figures, you know, where Kevin Costner fought for her to go to the whites, oh, the you know, the restroom, you know, even though they were whites only restrooms. And, you know, everybody who, including Miss Johnson, said that that did not happen. And, and so, you know, it, it's not lost on me that whenever there is a story um, where black people are lifted up uh, in one way or another, there has to be a white savior. And and and, it, and, and, and it's not, if it's not true and it's not necessary, why, why do we even need it? Well, that's exactly right. If it didn't happen, why are we adding that in? And the reason we're adding it in is because it makes money uh, historically. Now, would it still make money? I think that people vote with their dollars and As a population, we have to decide what are we going to support and what are we not going to support. And I don't know the blind side, the movie would have done as well now as it did when it came out, because the white savior concept wasn't wasn't as broadly talked about as it is now.
Yeah. Oh no. And and I, 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 you know what? I don't know because it wasn't broadly talked about in public circles. But I know black folks was talking about it. It was definitely <laughs> talked about because there was debates about who's going to see it, and and everybody who didn't go to see it, we all knew why. And, and so I'm glad that we're able to shine a light and have the conversation publicly because you have to look at this, you know, from from a different perspective. It's like, can we save ourselves? You know, can we can we just do it by ourselves? Do we have to have this, especially if it's not a part of the story, um, especially if it's made up and you're telling me that this is a story and this happened? You know, and it's, you know, part of it is is guilt. You know, Katherine Johnson, if you go back to Katherine Johnson's story, she single handedly saved Apollo 13. And in real time, nobody gave her credit. She didn't get any credit for what she did until 47 years later when the movie Hidden Figures came out. And here she is, Christy, one foot on the grave, one foot on a banana peel, in a wheelchair with dementia, and she's at the White House. She's getting all kind of statues at NASA. They're naming stuff after her. They should have done that the moment she did it. But her white male coworkers and everybody around her sat silently and allowed her to not get the recognition and the credit she deserved until this movie came out. It's so sad. Uh, it's so sad. And thank goodness the movie came out. So uh, that conversation was even broadly known at all. Uh, mm-hmm. She would have died, perhaps, without us giving her any recognition. And I agree with you. That movie added some things that were unnecessary. And I, one of the things that, you know, you and I have talked about this privately, uh, one of the things that's positive that has happened since George Floyd's murder is that uh, black folks, brown folks, white folks are having conversations about, hey, this is my experience. This is how I mm-hmm. grew up. This is how what I was taught to believe. And we can say, man, I think that's wrong. And here's why. But I don't think, that, you know, different groups of folks were having conversations like that. And if we don't know, we can't do better. And, I'm, and that's across everybody. But why, though? Because you and I have been having these conversations for 20 years. So tell me. And, and I thought that everybody was having these conversations because me and you were having them. So I'm thinking everybody's talking, but everybody is not talking. Is it fear? Is it people are apprehensive? Is it people don't want to know and they want to keep things as usual? I, I just don't understand why we can't all come together and say, you know what? I don't know. Help me understand. This is my lived experience. This is why I teach my children to be uh, very careful around police and why I can't just let them go places without already scouting the area out. Honestly, I think it's that we have to have relationships where we trust each other with people who are different than us. And that's a hard thing to do because you don't want to, you know, nobody wants to offend someone else. Nobody wants to say the wrong thing. And so the way that you can get in a conversation with someone is to have a relationship with someone where you trust them and you can be really honest and open with them and you will not ruin a relationship and you will not offend anyone. And that's, you know, I mean, it's building these bridges, building these bridges with by making real authentic relationships. Yeah. And, and I'm glad that's what we got. I, I hope, you know, this is my hope. I hope that our relationship is a, a role model for other people. I hope that our relationship really um, helps somebody. If it's a black woman, she go grab a white girlfriend at work and they sit down and talk and get to know each other better. Or if it's a white woman, just grab her black neighbor and, and ask them over for some tea um, and cookies or something. And, and so we just start really having some real good conversations so that our daughters don't have these same conversations that we have. I, I don't want Cameron and her friends to be talking about the same thing that me and you were talking about. I want there to be some progress made between our generation and hers. 
And bravo to you, Shaletta, for leading the charge in some of those conversations. You buying the billboards and propping up Black business owners. We need to see, we as a whole community need to be able to see how we can prop each other up and celebrate each other and make connections with people. And you hosting that CARE 11 special of talking with teenagers about race. And that's what it, we have to be brave and courageous and walk into these difficult conversations and make real relationships for the purpose of doing better by the next generation. Yeah. And now I know we've been talking about some real serious stuff and and this is kind of serious, but I want to get your take on it. Um, I want to know if you can stick around with me um, after the commercial break, because there's some drama going on. This is kind of fun drama, but kind of serious. But I want to get your take on it because this girl, Kiki Palmer, is making lemonades out of lemons and she's making money doing it. Between Usher and her and the baby daddy and the dress she wore and the social media backlash, she's raked in millions of dollars. It's like she went to the Christie Peel School of uh, market, Strategic Marketing because she is, <laughs> she is doing it. And so we're going to talk about what she's doing when we come back. Kiki Palmer is singing a new song with Usher. Yes. Okay, I don't know if you all follow this or if you've heard anything about it, but it is one of the juiciest stories on social media right now. And I'm sorry that this is the Gossip Hour on the Shaletta Show, but sometimes you got to just take a deep dive into the gutter and get dirty. And that's what we are doing today right now on the show. So, Kiki Palmer, uh, you remember she used to host the third hour of Good Morning America. She uh, is a singer. She's an entertainer. Uh, she was in a movie with Angela, Blass, uh, Angela Bassett, Akila and the Bee. Uh, I don't know if you all remember that. She was a talk show host. Uh, she's uh, the spokesperson for that new soft drink, Starry, uh, which I love. Um, but anyway, so she has a brand new baby and a brand new boyfriend. And, you know, after she lost her baby weight, she started feeling frisky. And so she took a girl's trip to Vegas, which a lot of women are doing because Usher um, it has a residency there in Las Vegas. And so um, Kiki went there and she got all dressed up in her skimpy outfit and the baby daddy. Um, posted on social media that she wasn't acting like a mother. Um, she needs to put some clothes on. And he was pretty much attacked uh-huh, right off. And, and then Usher capitalized on it. And he and Kiki Palmer have a song together. And now she has a whole new clothing line I call I Am a Mother that can't stay on the shelves long enough because everybody who is a mama is buying it. And and so the video with Kiki and Usher just came out. Everybody's making money and winning off this except the baby daddy who complained in the first place. I tell you, Christy Peel, uh, Kiki Palmer is brilliant at marketing and seeing a situation and taking full advantage of it uh, for herself and for family. A hundred percent. And I think women all over are clapping for her and it's having, you know, they're going on their girls trips, wearing her clothes, going to the Usher concert. It's brilliant. And if, I mean, I'm a skeptic, you know that about me. I know. I know. If I would like to, I don't think that this was orchestrated, but if it was, I give her even more credit. If that, if the whole thing was completely planned and it was all part of a master plan by a PR person, like hats off to them. And this is the thing. We all know it's not because the boy done got moved out the house. Uh, she's taking shots at him in his songs and on social media. She's in the Usher video. And, girl, this is the thing. So now every woman that I know 
is getting their girlfriends, they're getting the Kiki Palmer gear, and they're going to the Usher concert to the point that Usher has extended. Did you see this? He's extended his residency. He was supposed to be done in Vegas in October, but this thing has brought so many people to see him perform. Like, what is he doing? He's breaking up homes that he's now extended it through the end of December. And really, what can we learn from this? Number one, if you want to say something to your partner, don't say it on social media. (laughs) Have a conversation. Come on, people. Like, number one is that. And then number two is if, if things start going a little bit south in your life, there's probably a silver lining here. I mean, I'm guessing that there were other reasons that they broke up and perhaps, you know, who knows what happened behind closed doors. And maybe someday we'll find out when their Netflix, you know, um, streaming show comes out. Right. Uh, But, you know, she saw something negative happening in in her life and decided to monetize it. Bravo. You know, and and, and are the days over when people break up or they have some drama in their life and they put out that news release that, you know, it's standard. Please respect our privacy at this time. I mean, Kiki was like, yep, he said it. I'm going to wear my clothes. I'm going to get a whole new line of merch to support women and encourage and inspire them. I'm going to be in this Usher video. I'm going to be singing on his his, his album. And um, Usher's like, yeah, and I'm going to uh, take advantage of this too because I'm going to increase uh, the amount of time I'm going to be in Vegas. And, and so now everybody who is uh, finding out that I'm even here because of this, y'all can come see uh, me perform and find out why I'm breaking up, breaking up, breaking up happy homes. And I think that's another point that, you know, leaders, anyone who's in any kind of public sphere, if someone is leading an organization, if they're in a business sphere, forget the famousness of Usher and Kiki Palmer and that whole situation. If something happens that gets public, even if it gets public in your office, even if it gets public on some small site, you have the responsibility to do something with that information because if you don't, people connected to it potentially will do something negative. So that's what Kiki Palmer did here. Something happened in her, it became public, and she said, all right, now I'm going to control the narrative. I'm going to own this. I'm not going to let him own this. I'm not going to let someone else own it. I'm going to own it. I'm going to speak up on behalf of other women because she realized her influence yeah. and it's, yeah. it's working out for her. And that's something that the, the to your point earlier, not the, please respect my privacy. That doesn't work. It doesn't. Everyone who says, please respect mm. my privacy. There's paparazzi across the street or there's, you know, private memos or whatever leaks. So the, let's just say nothing about it and it'll go away. Days are over. Yeah. Do you think social media uh, was a big factor in that? Because it used to be uh, respect our privacy. We'll speak when the time is right. And then we'd just be sitting around twiddling our thumbs back in 1985 until they had a news conference. And then they came out, read their statement, and they left. But now with social media, it's really a gr- the great equalizer. It's the great equalizer, and it also has sped up timelines Ooh. because social media doesn't sleep. You something you the days when you put out bad news on a Friday and then you hope people forget about it over the weekend. No, because <laughs> people are on social media all weekend long. Yeah. So it in my world of PR and crisis communication and reputation management, there is no waiting or let's see what happens. You have to go strong, play the offense, take control of a narrative, and don't wait around. 
All right. Now, you got to tell people where they can find you because Media Minefield is right here in the Twin Cities. I know they think, oh, my gosh, she's talking to some kind of New York uh, public relations expert. Christy Peel is right here. We have a jewel right here in the Twin Cities. And I know your resources are available for companies and individuals who need, whether it's crisis management, public relations, getting the word out about a book or a business. You're you're right here local. So I want to make sure people know how they can reach you. Sure. Thanks, Shalotta. You're so sweet. Media Minefield, you can Google it. It's mine, like an explosion, not mind, like a brain. So Media Minefield, um, follow me on social. I put out all sorts of content. My goal is to help people with their uh, PR, with their management, with their reputations. And by the way, these New York firms, like we're staying in Minneapolis because you don't have to go to a coast to get excellent quality help. No, you don't. You are right here. And I love you, girl. Have a good weekend. Love you. All right, y'all stick around. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 